If you have a Bible or you've got Bibles in your uh, seats there, we'll just be reflecting on a few different verses from Genesis chapter 1. Father, we invite you uh, by your Spirit now to help us to understand and receive uh, your holy word. So every spring, I get myself into a daffodil dilemma, which is I see the beautiful daffodils coming up in my neighbor's yards, and there's one particular yard that I drive by on the way to taking one of my sons to school, and the daffodils are all around these old oak trees, and they're spread throughout the yard, and I just have a daffodil dilemma that drives me nuts. So I made a daffodil declaration, family of God. And my daffodil declaration was, in October, I'm going to plant some daffodil bulbs. I am going to commit to this, and I'm going to look forward to a spring when I can dance about the dainty daffodils with absolute sort of spring abandon. So you guys, I got 100 daffodil bulbs, because if you're going to go, right, go 100, and planted daffodil bulbs all around the yard. Now, I think I got Lyme disease from doing that. I think that's where... That nasty old tick bit me um, uh, last fall when I got Lyme disease. But let me tell you, um, by God's grace, I went through that fine. And now the daffodils are coming up. And they're really beautiful. The gold, the oranges, some of the pale yellow, the incredibly rich green stalks. It really is an amazing flower, isn't it? And it does seem mean so much to us in the Midwest as they begin to crop up around our trees and crop up in our yards and in so many places. They're beautiful, but here's what I love about daffodils, and here's what I'm looking forward to, is they multiply, right? They multiply on their own. You could divide the bulbs and multiply them by hand, but you don't have to do that because they bear the seed in their stalk. And over time, that's why you can get something as beautiful as the Morton Arboretum Daffodil Glade, which I can promise you, not every one of those balls was planted by hand. You may look at that and think, that must have taken immense effort. But actually what it took was a dozen bulbs or so planted many years ago that have now, by the very nature of the daffodil itself, spread throughout that field. I love my daffodils. But I love my granddaughter even more. And this fall, not only did I plant 100 daffodil balls, but this fall the Lord gave us a granddaughter, Eleanor Catherine, born to Madeline and Max, October 8, 2022. I got to see Eleanor about an hour after she was born. Catherine was there for the birth. And when I saw that little girl, I saw that brand new baby. It just struck me. Here is the fruit of Madeline and Max's marriage. And Madeline is the fruit of Catherine's in my marriage. And Max is the fruit of Tom and Ellen's marriage. And now I'm literally watching the very thing that's the first commandment that was given to us in the book of Genesis to be fruitful and multiply. And that there's an intrinsic gift given to daffodils, but there's an intrinsic gift even more powerfully given to human beings to create, in marriage to create new life, but the creation goes beyond that. That indeed what we see in Genesis 1 is the absolute stunning glory of creativity. We see the power of God to create. 
and his power to create imparts an intrinsic creativity to his creatures. Inherent in God's creation is creation. Amen? Inherent in God's creation is creation. God created creation to create more creation. To create more creation. This is the most staggering, intrinsic gift that's been given to us. And the pinnacle of God's creation, and the pinnacle, the pinnacle of this intrinsic creativity that is in creatures to create is the creation of male and female, the most creative of all. So if we think about Genesis chapter 1, we need to remember the first gift. We need to understand the giving gift. And we need to live boldly the greatest gift. So we know from Genesis 1-3, as we've heard now twice today, if you did a double header uh, afternoon and evening, you've gotten Genesis 1-3 times today, that God says in verse chapter 3, let there be light, and there was light. And without light, there is no life. Without light, the chloroplasts that are connected to the plant can't pick up the energy that creates the chlorophyll, that creates the seed, that creates the fruit, that creates the vegetable that we ourselves can eat or that animals can eat so that we can then partake of that source of energy. Light is the sole source of food generation, and that's the first gift of creation. So light is absolutely essential for the flourishing of creation for the flourishing of the seed, and for the flourishing of humanity. But light is not enough. We can't live simply by light, as important as it is. As a matter of fact, human beings have tried to do so. They try to live only on light. Take Navina Shine. Ten years ago, Navina went public and said, I am absolutely determined to live a hundred days only on light. She said, I believe light is such a powerful life force, and she had that half right, that I don't need anything else in my life. Light is so spiritual. Life is, light is so powerful. All I'm going to do is lie in the light for a hundred days. And in doing so, I'm going to reach a kind of new understanding. She said, I'm going to reach a kind of new knowledge of how things can be and how things work. One of the new major journals picked up on this. Doctors were begging Navina, please don't do this. You can't live a hundred days without food. You, can, you cannot live a hundred days on light. But she was absolutely determined until she got to day 47, which in itself is stunning. And she realized she was dying. Because while light is critical, she could not live on light alone. Because when God created, he created light. But then he created plants and animals and human beings that would be dependent and need material realities and the glory of creation and the intrinsic nature of creation so that they could take in that food, which would then create energy for them so that they could themselves go out and create. Which is to say, 
that while light is the first gift, the creation of the seed that itself creates is the giving gift. It is in the reality of the seed that the intrinsic nature of creation is all packed in there. Jesus says it this way in Mark chapter 4, verse 28. It's a really important teaching that he gives us in that verse about creation. He says this, the earth produces by itself. The intrinsic and packed into the reality of the world and the earth is the ability and the mechanism to create upon create upon create upon create. He says, first the blade, then the ear, then the full grain in the ear. So we have to remember the first gift, but we have to understand the giving gift. Of course, we see this then spoken so clearly and beautifully in verse 11. And God said, let the earth sprout vegetation, plants yielding seed, and fruit trees bearing fruit in which is their seed according to its kind on the earth. Then, of course, we see that he moves to the greatest gift, the image of God, male and female, verses 26 to 28. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over the livestock and over the, all the earth and over every creeping that it creeps on the earth. So God created man in his image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. And God blessed them. And God said to them, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. So when we live boldly the greatest gift, we are called to live with joy and freedom the reality that God has either made you man or God in his providential and design and plan has made you woman. And that in the gift of man and woman is a profound creativity that exhibited in one way, for example, in the marital embrace, will create an actual other life. But in the partnership of male and female, in the blessing of male to female and female to male, we will see a kind of creative power unleashed that God has set into creation. And that the enemy will always seek to diminish, to divide, to confuse. How un- What's the first uncreative act in the Bible? Eve doing what the serpent tells her to do. What's creative about that? What's interesting about that? What's engaging about that? That's the first uncreative act. Do this, the serpent says, and Eve does that. God intended far greater agency for Eve. God intended far greater creativity for Eve. God created Eve with Adam to create another human person. You understand that the devil's always coming against the creative. The devil is always coming against the generative. The devil is always coming against the new and the beautiful and the fullness. The devil hates the daffodil. The devil hates the seed-bearing fruit. And the devil absolutely hates 
male and female, made in the image of God. So for you to be able to say, God made me woman, or God made me man, is one of the most powerful acts of resistance that you as a follower of Jesus can engage in. And for you to say, God made me man and I will bless woman, and I will understand how I need woman, and it's only in the partnership of male and female that true life will be given, you engage in an act of resistance every time you step into that reality. Do not be deceived that there is not an incredible gift of distinction with unity in male and female. So be a distinction. Women, dearest sisters and daughters, we need you to be a distinction. We need you to be distinctively woman. As a matter of fact, the inherent nature of creation depends upon you receiving all that God's made you as a woman. The literal generation of the generations depends on woman receiving all she's been made to be. And then the creativity of the church, the creativity of industry, the creativity of the family, the creativity of the arts, all depends about woman being exactly who she's been made to be. You have an intrinsic creativity in you. Oh, be a distinction, beloved sisters and daughters. Men, be a distinction. Do you understand that the enemy will work against you and the same thing will work against women to somehow make you ashamed of your distinction, make you ashamed of the fact that actually in being distinct, you will find a unity and that you have a specific manhood to impart that is generative and inherent with creativity. But as you're a distinction, men, as you're a distinction, women, oh, please, be a unity. Male and female, he created them, made in the image of God. So sisters, you'll need to grow to understand your brothers. They are a distinction. And brothers, I need you to grow to understand your sisters. And I need you to understand that fundamentally that's the kind of relationship you have across biological sex. Brothers and sisters. And that the creativity of the Holy Church, the creativity of true and full art, the creativity of engineering, the, the creativity of so many endeavors depend on male and female, around tables together, in meetings together, brainstorming together, thinking together, praying together, dreaming together. It's there that we're given life. It's there that we live out the greatest of the gifts. Now, to conclude, light might, might, not always, might not be enough for the ultimate reality of life, but light and walking in the light, I'm not taking it from a physical force to a metaphysical reality, is absolutely essential to be the image of God. We need to walk in the light. So don't let the devil in his darkness shade or make you ashamed of being a woman or being a man or needing one another 
for the great gift of inherent creativity. You've got to have the light. You've got to walk in the light. Creation and the future generations literally depend upon this. And the flourishing of the church depends upon this. It's an intrinsic creativity. It's been put by God in creation as he created. Let us not be ashamed. Let us not be influenced by anything other than the teaching of the word of God and a beautiful act of resistance to be a distinction and to be a unity. Praise the Lord. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.